keep on kissing babies and hugging fat girls. Sell out full of suffering, succotash, son. But it's me, Austin. Oh, son of a bitch. What? It's me, Austin. It was me all along, Austin. And your teeth look like two pike too, Billy. And you book a match with me, that's right, Killing. Look at me. I'm a total package. I will rip him apart. I'm pissed now. Where to, Stephanie? Marks with Dan St. Germain. It's as simple as this. Just when they think they got the answers, I change the culture. Welcome, everybody, to Total and Marks. I am the king of sad style, the man with the largest calves in the world, the St. Germain event. Here with me are always, I don't know why I <laughs> put an R in always is... Sergeant Slaughterhouse, Scotty Chaps, what, 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 what? Zach Attack, hello, and the thing that's on every wrestling fan's mind this week, dude. What is in Eric Rowan's bag <laughs> <laughs> that he brings to the oh, ring? No, it's it's it's. We're just starting off our ten count. You just heard the quote. CM Punk returned, and boy was it a pipe bomb. Ah. Uh, I mean, Scott, I'm just going to let you take it away because I know CM Punk is one of your heroes so and CM... you were genuinely upset. You hold on yesterday. to things like, from I, when you, I, you were genuinely upset yesterday. No, I wasn't. It just sounded like that because uh, I was crying. <laughs> 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 no, look, I don't want to be like, you know, because everyone's like, oh, you know, everyone was chanting CM Punk, CM Punk. And then he comes back finally after all these years and you call him a sellout. I never chanted CM Punk, CM Punk. Like, maybe when I did, it was because it was like the product was show. bad and Punk was a thing that was great. Yeah. Once this, like, this Fox deal is corny. It's, it's corny at best. There's nothing at all appealing about it or cool or exciting. So what, guys? Now he's going to debut on SmackDown? Who gives a fuck? <laughs> He debuted two days ago. Where's the surprise? So he's going to walk out and, and, and fight who? It's, Seth Rollins? It's, it's, Eat shit and die. It's purely baffling. Uh, and it... I mean, clearly Fox uh, pushed for it to happen. I don't... I, I just... I still don't... The, the thing that made the most sense that I've read is that he probably got paid a lot of money to do... Literally the bare minimum of work, and and this is for him, a way for him to you know plug his side projects. But here's the thing: if he's gonna come back in this way, which is just like coming into a studio where the only other people clapping are wrestlers who didn't even look that excited that he was there, like besides like Renee Young, you know, like. Dude, Joe and him like, are friends, I guess. Like, he was just like, what? Um, this is like Hogan. Remember when Hogan returned for real? Like when NWO showed up? Yeah. This is like if the NWO debuted on Velocity. <laughs> 
It's so bizarre. This is like but with no velocity, way less views way than way Sunday Night Heat, by the way. Way less views than Sunday Night I think it was last week was, I mean, this is from the Wrestling Observer. It was like there was like like 45 or 55,000 people We were close to 100,000 this week's episode. Still, it's fucking nobody. It's an empty studio with like Paige cackling well, and my, my thing, And here's my thing. It's like I'm, I hate it when WWE announces like somebody big is going to be there. But this is a situation where you probably should have announced that CM Punk was going to be in the studio. Yeah. Right? Because he's not, he's not there to step an angle. He's not there to fuck somebody up. He's not there to announce that he's wrestling again. He's just going to be there in a studio and you're not going to get the crowd pop anyway. So why don't you announce that just for the ratings bump? It doesn't See, make any sense at all. It's, I mean, it's, it's the biggest waste of a debut ever. Now I will say this though. There's no way WWE wanted this to be the way they wanted a, a debut that would matter. That would be exciting. This Who is clearly the punk knows, is like, no, man. I want to do this thing. And they're like, well, it allows us to use you yeah. in other ways eventually, because of course they're going to end up working. I, I, I'd say that you know, at this point, like, is is it maybe some weird way for Triple H to like cut him off at the ankles? But I don't think Triple H has that power. And I also think at this point, yeah, but why would he? The beef in is, his career, it's over. That's the whole. That's the disappointment is that he was a liar this whole time. It's like if. If he was just some random motherfucker and he's like, oh, yeah, I came back for money, I'd go, yeah, most people do that. But he's yeah. literally but the guy who when, built when his John entire— When Moxley comes back as Dean Ambrose at some point, which will most likely happen. It could happen, yeah. You know, in the next, like, five or ten years, right? Like, you know, for whatever reason. Maybe he won't. Maybe he won't. But he'll probably be back. It's not going to be a big—it's not going to be like—because he didn't really scorch the earth. I mean, he said some shit, but he didn't, like— completely he, he, he bitched about the creative process but nothing he said was even remotely in the same galaxy as cm punk no and, and, and but i mean that's his whole persona that's like everything he's ever been is this guy who he's like a fucking cowboy that that's what i that's what i texted you yesterday it's like it's like finding out john wayne gets his toenails painted it's like where the <laughs> fuck did all the cowboys go like it's <laughs> It's you just the, start singing Paula Cole it's now. It's the opposite of like a, of a punk thing to do. He's just a fucking loser. He's just like, he's like a middle aged fake nerd guy who wants more money. He's a rich I fucking. Mean, he's a loser. It's just like a. Here's the thing: is that, okay. My question for both of you is that having said all this, and Zach, I really, we've never really established if you're a huge CM Punk fan or not. Yeah, I like CM Punk. I thought. I thought. I mean, I, I, I watched his whole run. I think the 2011 run made me love wrestling again after mm-hmm. a really long time mm-hmm. not caring much about anything. Same. Okay. But so I also think we need I to admit this that question that- for both of you. If having said that, having dumped all over how they did this, and I mean, you heard that the quote uh, was just the lamest fucking debut quote I've yeah, ever he heard in my entire life. Yeah, the Piper. He, uh, I changed the culture? What, an yeah. FS1 show? What do you say? Every time fight? you think you have the you answers. You have the quick answers. I changed I the changed culture. I changed the culture. The idea is like cult of personalities, the culture, whatever, but it's like you're on fucking FS1 after midnight. Oh, so it's nobody like an old song. Fuck. <laughs> that song's always sucked. Dude, I remember when... <laughs> I don't like when the he, song. No, it's a, it's a shit song. And then I remember... <laughs> 
because he was gone for like a week or like two weeks. I forget what it was. I'm pretty think it was sure it was literally, literally week. two weeks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which that's the thing. It was like a and week he came back change. on the third week. Because Punk's change. best runs, by the way, are like Straight Edge Society, and then like the Pipe Bomb, the, the and then like two Money in the Bank. Lead up to Money in the Bank, and then it went to shit. And then it's it's one of the worst angles ever after that like it's like it's the it's awful it's unfucking watchable and then when he became then a face he, had a he was feud. unwatchable for a he long a, time he had a few, great feud with taker and then he had, he had a great heel he had a, he had feud a, with taker that was like two or three years later was two and years, he had a great no, it was like i liked a year later. was it it was like and and his brock feud was really good i really liked he's, he's, he's done a lot of cool shit I think it was two years later, by the way. I, I the Brock feud was fine. I thought the uh, the Rock feud was really good. The but Rock feud was very good. Rock feud yeah, was great. the the whole uh, uh, you can't box. Well, because he got to be honest again, or we thought what which was honest. Which we really, which you can't box with God, which we find out that I still think in a shoot fight now, even with all CM Punk's like experience and the fact that the Rock like. Who got challenged by Nate Diaz this week is clearly not going to put himself to be in a combat situation. In a shoot fight, The Rock would still kick the shit out of CM Punk. Yes, always. Every time. <laughs> I, mean, like, I, I still think so, even after all this yeah. training and everything. Um, but And here's the thing. Remember, and, and, and then we'll fucking drop him and he's dead to me. But no, we um, have some more to talk about. With it. No, my question is this, <laughs> and I didn't get a, I didn't get a chance to ask it all to you. Having said all of this, if he comes in at number 30 at the Royal Rumble in January and eliminates someone and is in the main event at WrestleMania against whoever it is, are you still going to mark out? No. I swear to all shit. You really aren't going to mark out for No. That? Wow. No. I guess the WWE uh, Pavlovian, you know. He was always. Uh, like, you know, response was, of really sucked their teeth He was the best me. promo of everybody. That right. was his thing. He like, he. He always fucking botched. His like his backflips were always everything was like a little uneven. He told like, he a never great, he told a great story in a match. He always like yes, 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 yes. he's like Cena. He tells a great yes, story. Yes, he always told a great story in the ring, but he's too. a little like uh technically he's not the most gifted athlete in the world. Yeah. No, no, not even not by a long shot. He's a little clumsy and not I don't think he can like walk a straight line well. I don't think he's got like much balance and stuff. Yeah. Um He's a great promo. Here's the thing. I don't give a fuck about his promos anymore. It's like, you stopped. He disowned his best friend, Cole Cabana, because Cabana spoke to people in WWE, like was friends with them, and now he does this. I mean, I don't know the story that I know. I know I've had it. I I know Cole's been good to me, so it's like, you know, I can just say nice things about Cole. I've never met CM Punk. but He's um, just like a full of shit liar. That's all it is. You think he's remember, coming? But, I mean, but, he's I mean, got to. Remember, remember when um, during the pipe bomb speech, and he was like, "Maybe I'll go to New Japan Pro Wrestling, or maybe I'll end up in Ring of Honor." And then he, he high how cult, funny if he came back to Ring of Honor now? Cult, but if he then came he back actually to Ring of Honor. left in real life. He actually left, and he didn't wrestle. He, he wrestled he, at one indie CM show. Punk was supposed to be the guy. Who did all the Cody Rhodes shit and the fucking Young Buck shit? What they did was supposed to be him, and it would have happened much sooner because he's way more famous. It would have never guys. happened that. Like but instead, that. he fucking no, disappeared. Dude, his personality is not like that. But the thing about the Young well, Bucks no, and Cody the is he's a, co- he's a cunt. 
<laughs> and that's the thing. And so he just like disappeared forever because he doesn't like wrestling. He just lied to us the whole time. I'm not even like mad about it. It's just yeah. like it's funny I just, that I go, oh, I thought this guy gave a shit ever about anything. Well, I, it, it did make me for a brief moment in, in our text thread yesterday with a uh, friend of the show, Mike Lawrence, uh, where I was like, it did make me like question like, should I like I should be learning how to like build furniture? You know what I mean? Like I should like be learning how to do adult things. Oh yeah, because like, I, I had a moment where I was like, I've invested so much in this moment in my mind without even realizing it, and now that it's happened, oh what the punk thing? Yeah, like in my mind, I was like, Whoa, how can they book this? How you know hours? I probably devoted a mental energy of just of fantasy booking, and how much of a fucking loser am I to do that? And this is almost like God telling me, you're you can't be a wrestling fan anymore. You're 35 years old. Like I'm gonna make this happen in the worst way possible. It, yes. it, it felt like God teaching everyone over 30 who's a wrestling fan a lesson. Stop caring about it as much as you do. Well, you know what it is to me. And maybe because I'm and so fucking. Who am stupid, I to question God? It's what am I, Dracula? It's a reminder that <laughs> money is the, the is the thing. Money is it. That's money it. and not taking the bumps because I'm sure he would have gotten paid more. I'm talking about in life from, though. Like, there's no, there is but no. But I'm sure he would have gotten paid more from stand AEW your ground to type shit than him, like at FS1. Yeah. Well, true. it's kind of like, and then you realize, like, oh, I guess then Orton and Lesnar are the cool guys. Well, did you, you guys just, get paid, and that's what they say they're yeah. going to do? You guys knew that he did get offered to wrestle at AEW. Yeah, we yes, know that. So I mean, this is more money to to go there. Oh, really? Of course. Yeah, so yeah he, he doesn't want to wrestle then. Yeah, you would assume he just doesn't want to wrestle at all. He just doesn't want to wrestle at all. He just wants to, like, critique wrestling on FS1. I mean, it is the funniest thing that he could do. Well, you said, like, what if he just shits on it every week? That would be funny. Yeah, he but won't. I, think, I don't think he will, though. But I think what would be a funnier, what would be his way of trolling us really bad is if he was just really excited about the product. Like, if he was, like, oh, excited about, like, like what's going on with Rusev and Lana. Like, if he, like, if he, like, marked out in the way the WWE, like, like, just fucking put Seth Rollins over as, like, man, this guy is, like, he becomes, like, like, the he's, like, the better Seacrest. version of me. Yeah. You know, like. The Ryan Seacrest of WWE. That would be the ultimate trolling job for him, for all of us. I would kind of love that. To just, like, just become, like, to basically, like, just adopt the Miz's personality. Just a puppet to Vince. Yeah. And, of course, Seth Rollins had to make it worse by saying, come fight me. He's like, fight me. Stealing his fucking fiance's catchphrase. I told you yesterday, it's like, CM Punk versus Seth Rollins is CM Punk versus who CM Punk really is. Like, Seth Rollins' voice is CM Punk's character. (laughs) Wait, what? Like that annoying voice, yeah, yeah. nah. That's who CM Punk has, was this whole time, and we didn't know it. I mean, nobody wants to see a fucking CM Punk, uh, Seth Rollins match. Not only I don't think I want to see a CM Punk match. Who is he going to wrestle? That's at all there's, interesting. There's, the, the thing is, is like anybody he wrestles has got to be able to take care of him. So like, take, it, it, it's it, got to it, be it, Joe. I mean, Punk wants to Joe's, fight Joe. Joe right? The, the thing is, Joe's other. injury prone, so I'm nervous that Punk would fuck Joe up. I, I no, I, I don't I, think it's gonna be like a legit. I have match actually that's, no. I'm just saying I've, I've actually put thought into this, and I'm like the best person to wrestle him, and I'm not not joking. Is Roman Reigns out of everyone on that roster because he wrestles in a safe WWE style. Yeah, and and uh, like the other people that are really safe are really not in it anymore, like Kane and and Seth Andrews. You know, like. 
Like there's a like and and you don't want to really put him in with somebody who can really fucking go right now Hear because me out. you can't CM Punk versus the Fiend. <laughs> Try to make that thing go to sleep. <laughs> And you see, you're laughing. This is why you're laughing. This is why you're laughing. That's how bad WWE is. The Fiend is like their guy. The Fiend is their guy. On this 10-cat, we talk about how great NXT is, so it's not saying that everything about WWE is But how insane is that? That I named a WWE champion or universal champion, whatever the fuck he is, right? I still like Bray Wyatt, though. I still like that. I said he should house. fight CM Punk, and you laughed because it's so <laughs> it's it's such the a terrible fiend idea. Is, the theme is a lane character, but I'm ex- I'm excited. Well, we'll get to it later. I'm excited to see where this Daniel Bryan feud goes. Daniel Bryan's another person that maybe he could fight, and I mean Daniel Bryan's the best. You know, he's one of the best in the world, but um, I don't I don't think maybe he won't, man. Maybe or maybe it's like this weird Roddy Piper run. Where he'll have like he'll come back to WWE and then have these like weird feuds like Piper had with like Jerry Lawler and Goldust and then just dip out again. Maybe he's just gonna be that kind of part timer now. I don't know. Either way, I hope he goes to Saudi Arabia, dude. <laughs> I I want him to do all the things. I just want to hate him. You know what I mean? I mean, how the fuck do you have him? Like maybe. Like, could he have agreed? Like, so maybe, like, he'd be like, hey, like, I'll do it if you let me beat Cain Velasquez so I can actually have a win over a UFC fighter. That would be magical. <laughs> that would you be make so him tap funny. Out. Oh, that would make me so happy. I love that we all thought, like, oh, maybe there's a chance they're going to put the strap on Cain Velasquez and he just turned it into, like, Dan Severin 2.0 already. Yeah. Um, He's a goner. Number two. Full gear review, but beforehand, last week we did the episode and we missed probably the best promo and the best package of 2019, Cody which was Cody's promo, Rhodes. just uh, unreal, and then uh, the Jericho uh, package spoofing Cody's journey to the uh, AEW World Championship. Both of them were just phenomenal. I just it was so perfect. Throw that, that the out Jericho there. video was the most like modern wrestling it thing was so I've ever funny. seen. I was like, this is modern wrestling. I've never seen wrestling be that. It was so fucking cool to see. Yeah. And then everything Cody does, it's like these throwbacks to like a time that I never got to see, you know, where you, where you hear about, about the Dusties and... And the four horsemen and stuff, and the amazing promos they were doing. Then you see that, and you go, "Oh my god, I get it. This is literally better than everything else." Yeah, it's uh, so damn cool to see, man. Cody Rhodes is like wrestler of the year, maybe, and he there's he, a case for it. And he's not Absolutely. a very good wrestler, you know. What I mean, well, he's I mean, a good wrestler. He's a good wrestler, he's, but you know, not, what I'm he's, saying? Not, he's, he's not, not. He's not like a. He's not an NXT look, he's not, he's talent. Not, well, he's not Osprey, you know, but it's no. a different type of. He's telling a different type of story. I mean, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I think I think at a time like in 2016, Cena was probably one of the best wrestlers on the planet. You're but right, he, you right. know, it's it's just because he could tell a story in a match. Yeah, you're right. Um, well, Cody's got that man. Right and now, we're, let's talk about Full Gear. I I think I liked it more than you guys did. Uh, I, I liked I, Full Gear. I, I, I oh, it. okay, all right. Well, I, from before the podcast, it seemed like Zach, you were like, yeah, with it. Um, let's just break it down. What we, what you liked about it, what you didn't like about it. Obviously, you know, the, I, I mean, I, I, I love the, uh, Cody Jericho match, the fin- the finish. That's another one where if you watch the beginning of that match, you're kind of like, Ugh. 
And then by the end of it, you're like, oh my god, the story's incredible. Yeah, that you know, bump was fucking vicious, oh, the, man. Yeah, to the, the like, outside. Yeah, it was like that. It reminded me of the Undertaker WrestleMania 25 bump. Oh, that Michaels. was so rough to see. Yeah, uh, it, it was. But uh, you know, I thought it was. I mean, I thought the, the match was terrific, was and it started great. out slow, and then it, it built. They played all the. And I thought the Omega match was great. Um, which I guess some people were still calling it a spot fest, but whatever. It I wasn't even pack- a spot fest to me. It was like. Uh, my issue with matches, okay, to the match's credit, I haven't seen a match that type of violent in, like, American wrestling. And, well, I mean, on on that level, obviously, there's, like, CZW and shit. Uh, right. And, like, maybe ever, like, I haven't seen, like, I used to get free pay-per-views as a kid. My dad had, like, this, like, illegal box. It, it and did. I'd watch Japanese death matches, and it was always, it, it like... It did remind me of some Japanese death matches. It's shit. just very, like, uncomfortable to watch. And then, like... You you forget that so many of these fucking matches when there's like specific instruments you're gonna use, weapons you're gonna use, it's like majority of the match is them just walking around the outside of the ring, like lifting up everything, looking for where the fuck their shit is. It's every match that has like this. They I thought they did this anything but though. a chair. It's just like them walking. Yeah, in I know, circles. but I thought that they did this artfully. I didn't notice it as much as I have. At times when I've watched old ECW matches. Or I, know, I, I noticed it like hell. I mean, they went like 40 minutes or something. I, I think as highlights, as a highlight, that is like an amazing match. And to its credit, I did see some people online. And that's the thing. It has people divided. It's either like that isn't even worth watching ever again. And then there's some people who are like, that was the match of the year. Which they're yeah. wrong, and, and but I, I to have that opinion is like that's of, impressive, you know. And I thought um, Hangman and and Pack had a great match or Pac. I was no Pack. Great Jeez. match, dude. They both rule. Pack is fantastic. Yeah, and then they had a Hangman really good match. Awesome. I, I really thought they should have spaced out. They, they they didn't need to have that match again the next night, you know. But uh, oh, what you talking about a few days uh, later? Yeah, they Dynamite. you know. Well, yeah, I didn't mind it. Time. It's a great. It's match. still a great match. I mean, those guys know how to work with one another. Better than and fucking Peter Avalon or whatever the hell. <laughs> Although you know, like we were, we were like shooting up, but then like by the end of it, it, it paid off with Darby. I mean, but you know, it didn't. going after he should, Moxley, he, he should have just came out when Moxley challenged somebody. He should have walked out. I don't know, man. They're doing this thing with Moxley now, where you know, like they're having Moxley face all their top faces and still be a top face, and I don't think they want to fuck with that too much. Yet. And yeah, I think it's no, kind and of it's working cool out. I, I think it's working out for them. Well, and then I so. love the uh, the opening video where you know you see Omega's back and the doctor and stuff. That was that was fucking really that cool was terrific. Touch. And then you go, oh, so is this? Was that black continue? eye? Like, was it that? Was that? It looked fake, but was it so real? It looked fake. I, I, I no, apparently the black eye is legit. And if you Damn, watch the match, it starts kind of black forming eye. in the match. That is a nasty black eye. Because yeah. I was like. Because I was like, I think that's real because it looks so fake. Yeah, man. It looks so fake, you know? Um, yeah, it looks like a fucking, like, uh, Petey, the fucking dog from Little Rascal. And I think that's what you need to do with, with Omega. You really need to build... They need to be giving him the Cody treatment with these packages and not and have a story for him. And not, you know, he's, he's not the guy who needs... Like, oh, Kenny Omega is not the guy who needs the live mic. No, like John and Moxie does. But, he, he, but what, he tells a great story without having to say a lot. Yeah, and and with that uh, being said, well, I think what I'm starting to notice with AEW now that like you know we've gone on more than a month, I guess mm-hmm. it's like exactly a month maybe or whatever the fuck. Um, 
it is like the place to be, right? You watch AEW and you're like, this crowd is the shit. This is fun, awesome wrestling. And now it's like, okay, give us some fucking clinics. Like, give us matches that are like, that was the best wrestling match this week. I feel like NXT keeps winning that. They keep yeah, having like we, the we better were, we match just, or whatever. I mean, it's like, you know, we, we talked about it before we started recording the podcast, and I, I think match of the week, and I'm even, you know, putting in full gear with this. And, you know, I didn't watch really New Japan this week. You said there was a bunch of tag matches, but I thought the Cruiserweight title match on NXT was was the match of the week. I mean, it was you fucking know. fantastic. And, and, and that's the thing. I mean, look, I, I honestly even with the, I don't even, like the full sale crowd. Uh I don't know what your problem with the full sale crowd is. I, I, I think they're kind of have become shit. They're not that great. That fucking, I mean, I, I hate to jump to it, but that women's ladder match, like, didn't get the love it deserved. Well, it didn't get the love it deserved because I think that they and the really shit hurts thought for that it. she was. Dude. But what's, we're going we're gonna, to. Um, yeah, I know. I know we're jumping we're gonna around get a lot. To, we're going to get to NXT. But um, there was, like, some almost, like, putrid shit. What is your opinion? AEW does that the crowd is so into it that you're just like, fuck it. Let's let's go that, with it. I mean, that's true. I wouldn't go as far as putrid. There's been a couple angles that like have fallen flat, as any company when they're starting out is going to have. True, true. But uh, I mean, putrid is is. Well, is I, lo- the I mean, in my shit. defense, Dan, I don't know. I don't know what, what the words word means. <laughs> um, so. But uh, there, there's <laughs> putrid is Randy Orton telling Rey Mysterio that Eddie Guerrero's in hell like three months <laughs> after he dies. Uh, that was... <laughs> that's, that's that's putrid. I like cheap heat. Um, number three, let's go into AEW from last night. Uh, Jericho and MJF had a classic segment. That was really fucking cool to see, man. And MJF, I guess, didn't join the inner circle, and ha- which I think is a smart move and has yeah, his own God. heater. He has his own Hager. Or yeah, what's it? What's his name again? I forget. He's just a fucking Mansoor. Man, it's not Mansoor. Mansoor is the guy who won, uh, who beat Cesaro. Nardwar. What's his Nardvard? name? Nard. What's his name? Marwell. Characters. Do you have it? I think it's Wardlow. 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 Whatever Wardlow. it is, it's the fucking worst name <laughs> ever. It's, the name could be better. I'll admit Wardlow, the name Ever. could be a little bit better. Like, you name a kid that to punish them. Like, <laughs> you want this kid well, to Well, it just, just sounds like a Highlander nothing. villain. Just call him, like... Well, Wardlow. But then you see like, him with... I, I don't, I mean, call him the Crusher or anything. Because I didn't, under, very... I didn't understand it, like Wardlow. I'm like, that's a terrible name. I don't get it. But now you see him with MJF, and it's like... Oh, that's kind of funny. Like, Wardlow does sound like, like a shitty little... <laughs> like, if he... If he's this beast, but also he's like just some rich prick, that's pretty funny. Like if he's like one of M- MJF's boys, you know, or he calls him, his yeah. buddy Wardlow. <laughs> like that's hilarious. Now it makes sense to me. Wardlow, it it does not it does not just trickle off the tongue. That's no, Wardlow sure. is like he's like a loser to Urkel. Like if <laughs> if it was family man, are they gonna have like a Wardlow Stefan? Yeah, <laughs> Wardlow. It's the worst um, fucking name ever. <laughs> uh, I've also never seen the guy wrestle though. I hope he's good. Well, he did a good job, but the, I, I, I like the whole uh, choking Cody by by his tie. I thought that was cool. Yeah, that botch and was I, rough though. The Cody. Uh, oh, the first one. 
It was fine. Well, I, I will say JR covered that really well. That's the one thing about being a veteran announcer. Was it JR or Excalibur? I forget It was who it JR was. or Tony and Excalibur last night. Basically, and, they were just like his and, equilibrium was off. Yeah, yeah. They covered I love that. They covered I love really, that. They, they, they like were on top of that um, shit. That was Jericho's fault, though, right? I have no idea. I don't know enough I have about a wrestling in the ring. that Jericho has been drunk <laughs> since two weeks before he signed with AEW. And the reason he signed with them... Well, he's a fun drunk, man. ...is he's like, they're not going to question me if I drink <laughs> at taping nights. And I think he's getting... I think he's been drunk in every match. I'm not ex- even kind of exaggerating. But at what point is it? Is this- I think he's a little drunk... He's a little drunk. He, he's not all, blackout. Always. He's not Jeff Hardy, Victory Road drunk. Dude, he's starting to look like the <laughs> he's drunk. He's got. Guy. He does have like alcohol. He is swollen. Alcohol ant from Jacksonville, Florida. That boy face. is puffy <laughs> and happy. He is so drunk. Like he's gonna his come post. out of his years from now and be like, I wish I remembered it. <laughs> he has his, no fucking his clue. post if if you guys want to watch a great post match segment which um i mean post pay-per-view segment his interview uh after the uh after full gear was tremendous he did a 15 minute oh interview. yeah he's so good dude. and he's he was just best. again he's like he's he's just so I, I maybe it's like from him doing second city but uh, he, i mean let's not credit second city <laughs> I mean, some people are just talented, yeah, you know? Yeah. No, but I know, but he was like rolling with the punches and he always, re- he remembers, he just casually mentions how sexy Sammy Guevara is. There's these every little time. things that are so <laughs> funny that he does, man. Yeah, he's, he's the most talented. And also, I again, not exaggerating. I think he's a little drunk every show. And that's, it's he like, is a little drunk. And it's just fun to see. Like, the I have a ticket thing. I promise you. He was just like, yeah, I'm going to get a little drunk. I'm. <laughs> I'm gonna get a little drunk. Who cares? A little bubbly. I, yeah, I think he's just like a little. It's fucking cool. <laughs> it's, it's also funny too that like he still does. Like you know when the Rock does the catchphrases, like it's kind of annoying sometimes because yeah, yeah. he like sets them up so big. And Jericho will just talk in a normal promo and then just go a little bubbly. Yeah, oh, it's back. the dumbest. Yeah, yeah, he know he knows what he is. He, and and I think with the and, and, you know I'm starting to slobber all over AEW's cock here, but um, the the one thing that about the inner circle that I love is that it's a truly annoying heel stable that's going over. It's not like Evolution or NWO or like or DX like we're badass. Like everybody in that stable is fucking annoying. He's like a, a little jerk off. Is a little bit of a jerk off. Like when fucking uh, what somebody from I forget who from the Proud and Powerful like caught the gum in his mouth and then spit it out yeah, at the pay per view. Yeah. Like this is just the scummiest. Yeah. After, fucking after Jericho won, you have to see the inner circle celebrating with him on the ramp. And like the way they're screaming, these aren't tough guys. They're not pretending to be tough guys. They're like little jerks who stole the thing. Like they got, they all got away with it. And they're just like, yeah, like Jack Swagger is just like a bro. Jager. Like he, Jager, Hager. Yeah. He's not like I love that. That yes, no, he is. No, they're not trying to make him Batista. A legitimate tough guy, but, but yeah, they're not trying to make him like this. Like they're saying it, yeah. but at the end of the day, he's like he's just a dickhead like the rest of them. <laughs> and then when and Jericho, so fun and Jericho watch. lost from the schoolboy last night or small package, I forget yeah, what it was. Yeah, and he started. Uh, he, he started destroying the yeah, outside yeah, like because it was his first loss in AEW. So good, so funny, Jericho. I mean, I. I, I it is. It's a real for MVP of wrestling this year. It's a. 
I think it's a two-way race between Jericho and Cody, right? Oh, man. Maybe giving it to Jericho just because, but I think it's, I, I do also think it's intrinsically easier to be a heel, so that's the only handicap I would give. Yeah, but Jericho is like it's I mean, so he's funny. The best, he's the Jericho's best. Like, and he's fighting Tokyo Dome. I you know? I've laughed at Jericho the way I laughed at like Burr's new special. You know, like I I, I oh, I've genuinely laughed. So funny. With some of his shit. Number four, really switching things up, guys. It's time for our Monday Night Raw check. Also, AEW stop with the small packages. It's a lot. It's been a lot of them. I feel. It, like. I thought it worked great last night, though. Because yeah, you got that. You got that I was in a bad mood because CM Punk betrayed me. So. Right, you were in a bad mood. Monday Night Raw check-in. All right. I. I, I first this off, is where it becomes work. <laughs> this, the, 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 yeah, this is where this podcast becomes work. We could talk about what was in Eric Rowan's. Can we talk just that? We'll start off small. What the fuck do you think is going to be in that? In that? Is it going to be like a possum? Is it going to be Mae Young's hand uh, that, well, that she I gave mean, birth to? Like, what the fuck is going to be in that? Or are they just not going to pay it off at all? Is it going to be Hornswoggle? I promise you they won't pay it off. <laughs> I mean, there's no doubt in my mind they also I think it's going to be a rat. Maybe it's a, like a, sure. a rib to Cornette when Cornette had the pack. I think it's Pet Luke rat. Harper's contract. Zag with the line of the week. Uh, I mean, and, and like who? I mean, whose idea was this? That's like one of those things where it's like, was he in Saudi Arabia, like holding his luggage, and Vince was like, "Oh, oh I thought you were holding an animal there for a second. And then he was just like, "Wait a minute, that'd be pretty another seizure." He's like, "No, it's moving." Yeah, it's just. It's bad. I mean, what's it going to be? What's a payoff? That That's the issue with this idea. What is going to come out of that that you're going to go, holy fuck, that's awesome. Like, what's going to make you go, wow. Wow, all of our time back? I mean, unless it's that, like, what comes out of that tiny cage? It's, it's also like it's like, very we all tiny. Become the age we were when, before we started wrestling. Like I become nine. <laughs> well, I mean, what could yeah, what could actually the, be in it that you'd go fuck? The great. I mean, uh, the um, what's it called? The ratings are really bad with Raw. I guess. But I mean, it, it seems like repetitive to say that because every week it's like we, there's a new gotten low to the point where I mean this this show is. Who is it for? It's for <laughs> I know who I but I can't say the word and I don't know the other word, but it's for like it's not for us. <laughs> it's not it's like it's for very dumb people. It is I think you could still say the word. No, I don't think I can. Okay. But it's for like it's very like you watch the make a wish stuff and <laughs> you, you like, go like, Oh, you it's go that a totally different way, like this you is say the for N-word. like sick kids. I'm like, no, Scott, I didn't think you No, were it's like a show for sick kids. And that's why well, there's no just, payoff. That's why, because they go, ah, oh, that group of kids. Seth Rollins <laughs> won against um, sick kids. Jeez. Seriously, Raw is for sick for. kids, and that's why if they don't finish any storyline. It would just be like the New Day throwing shit into the audience and John Cena showing up and I mean, that's kind of what it is. Seth Rollins, let's just run through it real quick. Defeated Walter via disqualification. I keep forgetting Walter's from Austria, so it's just weird to have him. Walter rules. Be the UK chammer. I don't know. I, I haven't. I haven't gotten there yet with him. Um, He's great. I, it was. A, it was a bit. I, I don't want to be snarky. Uh, it was a bit of a waste because, like, he should be. I mean, and he did. There was moves he did where you go, "Oh fuck!" He just murdered a dude. You know. 
But uh, right. I don't know. He should have had like a victory against somebody. I don't uh, there, know. There was okay. The one highlight I thought of Raw was there was a really nice moment with Randy Orton Ricochet at the end of the at the end yeah, of the night. Yeah, where you're like, oh, this is this is this is kind of cool. This could go some. Apparently they somewhere. like lowered the crowd booze for Seth Rollins. That's, That's what I heard. Rumor. Which why not just turn him fucking heel? It's so crazy, man. It's like whoever's in that spot. That's another question I have. Is you know like Seth Rollins is in the Roman Reigns spot, so now he's getting booed. Roman Reigns is in the John Cena spot, so he's getting booed. And John Cena, I guess, is the originator of that spot. Um, is is anyone in the company gonna the anyone that the company's gonna push in that top position? Who's not like organically comes up like Daniel Bryan or or Kofi Kingston or Punk back in the day? Are they just gonna get booed, or is it just I or is it different? Is it? Do you think Seth is a worse? Okay, do you think Seth is a worse babyface than Roman Reigns? And not Roman Reigns now, because Roman Reigns is by far a better babyface now than Seth is. But like yeah, Roman but Reigns like, that's is like worse by like a weird default. Like Roman Reigns has literally not done anything. Right. Maybe, maybe ever. Seth Rollins is the worst. Roman Reigns. I mean, what has Roman Reigns ever done that you go like, fuck that thing? Uh, the, after Taker, when he beat Taker, but it was kind of like a heel promo. Yeah, like, I, I will never. N- there's no way I'm going to ever rewatch a Roman Reigns anything. Well, you'd watch the um, Shield versus. Oh, the, the, Wyatt the family. Team Hell No or whatever. I like Wyatt that family. match. Yeah, there's a couple there like, like tag matches. Ryback. I'd watch the Lesnar versus yeah, I'd watch some at Shield 31. Stuff. I'd watch some Shields. At 31. There's some stuff I'd rewatch. But Seth Rollins and... is a fucking phenomenal I... wrestler. Uh, it's just, goddamn, how unlikable. But who's a, who's a worse face of a company? Is it Roman or is it is it No, it's Rollins. Rollins. I mean, Rollins is... Even though Rollins he's... is by far the better wrestler. Yeah, he's he's just so unlikable. Now, originally, originally, I wanted to just you know again do this kind of the same teardown that we've done about Juana and Rusev, but we've done that so many weeks. I think the real new angle to this is that I don't know if Rusev is trolling everybody by saying this because he said two things this week that makes me think like, oh, he's like just gonna just fuck with everybody, and one of them was that he loves going to Saudi Arabia shows, and the other thing was that he loves this angle and he's got a lot of creative control with how this angle is being rolled out. And if that, I mean, is that, is that a, he's been funny on Twitter before. Like when he said like, take her, you know, bury me gently. Uh, he's, he kind of gets it. So I'm wondering, is this part of his, like, he's like, fuck it. I'm just going to like agree. I'm just going to tow the company line and everyone's going to realize it's just me fucking with them. Kind of how we were, similar I mean, we were saying what, at, it would be funny if Sam Punk did that. How many weeks has to pass of like this fake relationship where you just go, okay, you're kind of together now. Well, they're really going like, out. Think about the Ziggler. There's like two hours of actual footage of yeah. them making out. It's been that long. Well, the thing about Ziggler and um, and uh, and the Lana thing is you could tell the entire time Ziggler and Lana were very uncomfortable with that angle. Yeah, yeah. You know, like, like Ziggler was like, I don't want to get my, you know, I don't want to fucking do this. This is the guy's wife. But they're really, I mean, they're, their fucking tongues are wagging, you know. They're playing tonsil it's hockey. It's so bad, dude. But do you think he really, do you think Rusev really likes this angle? Ah. Are we taking him at his word on this? Ooh, I don't know, man. This is going to, I think it's going to end in a murder-suicide. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I do. 
Let's hope not. I think it's uh, getting too real for Rusev. And I think Rusev going to crush. Lana, I think Lashley still probably has his number in a shoot fight, right? I mean, the guy did fight for Bellator. Yeah, I would assume such. I don't know. That'd be a good fight, though. That would be a good fight. That'd be fun to see. I don't really know anything about Rusev's like amateur background. Was he... I don't know. No, but he got big-ass fucking everything. That's a big man. Either, yeah. Would, you know what? That's the thing. I was like, we would have to be like a match that you'd actually want to see. Like Physically, if you saw those two people fight at a bar, you would love to watch that match. They somehow made it the... Like just like like, yeah. As opposed to like if I saw putrid wrestle crap. If I saw like Marco stunt <laughs> fighting the fucking that is that's the that's the one thing. But you know, like Luchasaurus got a big pop. He did, but also because everyone was like, "That was awesome." Boy is over. He like also like missed Look, every mean, move he did. Right? Like, was I watching a different show? Like, he didn't connect with any move he did last night yeah. right what do you think about the dark order luchasaurus like used the force the entire time yeah he c- didn't touch a person yeah well, it was fucking injured, bad right? what, what did he do he went after like uh i i tuned out oh, the dark order the dark and the goddamn and their minions he beat up the all minions which would have been great if he actually made contact but again he didn't it was like it reminded me of like Power Rangers the, when they the fight dark the orders, like the dark orders. All those guys just remind me of, you know, like the segments on Real Sex when all those weirdos would just show up and like, this is nope. how you eat a banana, but erotically, you know, like that was oh, like that yeah. HBO show, like with yeah. real people. Like that's what all those minions remind me of. Um, <laughs> the SmackDown and Raw Survivor Series tag teams have been released. Are we getting a Raw versus SmackDown? We're still on number Four, by the way, I'm assuming Raw versus SmackDown versus NXT. NXT. So what is it right? going to be a triple threat Survivor Series? Five on five on five. That will be a lot It's going to be fun to watch. The big, the big uh, news is Ali is now back to Mustafa Ali, which I, which is better. That's the, That's big, the news. big news this week. I mean, no, I mean from that, I mean the team namings, right? I mean, is there anything else? I mean, the Orton Ricochet, like, how is that going to turn out? Everything else, it's like who the fuck? Well, of all things, I wonder why. I what wonder... a hard, what a dumb thing for them. Not a dumb thing, but like, yeah, kind of dumb. What they're building up a War Games and Survivor Series match at the same time. I mean, it's yeah, it's very stupid. It's hard for NXT to like, you know. But like, again, like, I'm very excited for Survivor Series. I'm very excited because, for because not because of storylines. Storylines terrible. Nothing is. I don't care about. No, I think that. there's some fun stuff. You don't want to watch Brock vs Mysterio. Oh, I do want to see Brock vs. Mysterio. Okay, that's a, that's a fun storyline. Other than that, there's nothing actually like compelling storyline-wise. But, man, I can't wait to see those NXT guys wrestle the main roster guys. It's just fun to see. It's just yeah. visually exciting, and they're we'll so fucking fresh and fun. Yeah, we should. When is it? It's not. It's uh, two weeks, I believe. Oh, wow. Okay. T- two weeks from Sunday. Hell, yeah. Is it Thanksgiving so. weekend or some shit? No, it's the weekend before Thanksgiving. Um, number five. We already kind of tackled this, but don't sleep on NXT. Two classic matches in one night. We're talking about the women's ladder match. We're talking about the cruiserweight match. Yeah, dude. And she also, died we're twice now, in that yeah, match. We watched, bro. We, we watched it before we started this podcast, and Jesus Christ, she got fucking fucked up. That's another thing. It's like you remind me of WWE um, NXT when Joey Mercury got. Like fucked up in that way. Oh yeah, Remember that was that? brutal. Yep. I, I I oh I yeah, that was that was terrible to see. But um it reminded me that uh NXT and WWE is the same thing. They uh 
they really have women's wrestling like on lock. Like AEW, it doesn't even. Con- it's coming off like well, fucking glow at this from point. AEW, the Awesome Kong thing. I love the. I love the. The cutting off the hair. You like that? Yeah, I do. Really you like do? That. Yeah, oh. I like the scalp thing. Um, and uh, you know, I don't like that you call it I, that. Well, isn't that what they're doing? That's what they no, call they're just it. cutting hair. They're not scalping. They, oh, they did. So they said during the broadcast. Basically, they said that they said they're he's scalping her. Oh, they didn't. No, I think that's what you started Oof. thinking. <laughs> we <were> just <laughs> yikes. Oh man, I'm gonna get fired from my Think- job on Saturday Night Live. <laughs> <laughs> this should be my running joke. Oh, how funny! Uh, they're scalping women, and then like the next week, do they're just bald as all fuck, <laughs> bandages on their heads. Um, also, we're getting um, Riddle and Finn Balor at War Games. Yeah, I mean that's just like an unfortunate situation. Which yeah, I like Spargano's the Gargano's injured. Yeah, Gargano has like a neck injury, which is I mean fitting because that uh, that move looked fucking vicious that Balor did. So that that'll be cool when he returns and whatnot. But yeah, that's just like an unfortunate situation. So but I guess Riddle's going to get, just gonna get fed to Balor. Ooh, I didn't even think about that. Oh Christ, I guess so. That's a bummer. We. You're not a bro. You're not a bro like I me. like him a lot. I think he's fantastic. I mean, his personality bro, is shit. Bro, like, bro. I mean, it's like undoubtedly like a kind of awful personality. Right? I guess I just met the guy backstage. He seemed really nice. He seemed nice? Yeah, he's a very, very nice guy. Yeah, he's probably really sweet. Also, I was like, online, it's like, does Robin name is that a shoot where he has, because, you know, like there's obvious comparisons between him and RVD. Um... Is that a shoot that he he has a wife and a girlfriend that go with him everywhere online because he's married? I don't know. It sounds legit to me. It sounds pretty legit to me. I do yeah. love that. Dude, shout out to uh, TNA. Rob Van Dam is a, a heel. He's been a heel for like the last couple weeks, and it's and he's, cool. I guess having a wife and a girlfriend come with you and like every single picture is of them like either like making out with each yeah, other. Yeah, dude, they're like chilling in the pool yeah, at it's night. Not, not a bad situation. It's awesome, dude. Yeah, they're like plastic surgeried up, but like in like a fun cool. way. <laughs> but in a fun way. Yeah, it's like good. in it's, a wee it's, party it's, way. It's good to be Rob Van Rob Van Dam's like 50, right? Dude, Rob Van Dam is legit one of the greatest ever. I, I love him. He signed my icy belt. You know, he's, I have, I dude, have he's, in my bedroom. He's so good. Uh, visually also, like, he visually looks like one of the coolest wrestlers ever as well. I mean, yeah. he still oh, looks oh, good. Oh, and back in the day, like, this, when we watched that Living Dangerously match with Jerry Wynn, you can check it out in the archives. Yeah. I mean... He's he, a little movie star, that boy. Little movie star. He is. RVD. Yeah, and I now mean, he's just like... looks like Jean-Claude Van Damme. And now he's just like a 50-year-old dude who's just Yeah, like he's like a little bloated, but he looks better than ass. most 50... He looks better than Jericho. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he also doesn't have like well, that's what the looks like a chest that had a landmine fucking blown up. <laughs> yeah, that is the difference. Number six. Oh, they got to wrestle, man. Scott's New Japan Corner. Is there anything to talk about this week? Ding, ding. Uh, I, I mean, I guess so. They had their shows in San Jose this weekend. If you spent $100, you got a cool exclusive T-shirt that says I heart new uh, NJPW, but the heart was the Lions thing. And like I was trying to get people to spend $100 and then give me the T-shirt. Anyway, it didn't happen. <laughs> Very upset about it. But um, did anything oh, happen? No, I mean, I love that they incorporate Amazing Red now that, you know, every time they come to the States. Uh, I saw Amazing Red at a uh in like a high school auditorium when i was 12 and i was like this is the this is one of the most amazing wrestlers i've ever seen in my life 
Yeah. And uh, and that was like the early 2000s where he was wearing like baggy everything. Is he on a everything. farewell tour too? Or no? Well, no, it was like he retired and then Will Ospreay uh, tweeted Brought it like... Back. Yeah, Osprey was kind of just like, oh, no, yeah, you can't retire without wrestling me. And then they made it happen for New Japan. And, and uh, you know, and then it's like people started realizing, oh, yeah, this guy has influenced so many people. He really did. He influenced all those guys. Dude, so many. And, and, and I mean, yeah, I guess he is one. I mean, all those X Division guys, those TNA guys, they really did, like, influence a generation. And they're not getting too much credit for it. Like Alex Shelley, Chris Saban. Those guys yeah. fucking rule, man. Yeah, that's it. Unfortunately, I mean, you could, you know, she's saying the same thing about Chris Hero, though. He did, you know, he's he's had some success. Chris so, Hero, for sure. Other than yeah. NXT. Uh, number seven, since you have Scott's New Jam fan corner, Dan, SmackDown Hotel. Jesus. <laughs> I just wanted to see the, the subtle eye roll from Zach and the Jesus. Oh, also, we got a ta- uh, tag league tournament. It's not the juniors, it's the heavyweight uh, tag tournament in yeah, New the, Japan. The Dude, it might start tomorrow. Yeah, and, but nobody gives a fuck, honestly. Um, all right, so let's just check in what happened on SmackDown. The Fiend is going to be feuding with Daniel Bryan. I am excited about this. They had a great match at the Royal Rumble. Um, the New Day are seven-time champions. No, they didn't have a great like match at the Royal Rumble. The yes, Fiend, they did, dude. The Fiend. Okay, Bray Wyatt and Daniel Bryan had a great It's a match totally different Royal wrestling Rumble. match. The Fiend can't have a good wrestling match. What the fuck is Daniel Bryan going to do to him? He's just going to keep getting up. It's it's shit. It's a bad idea. Well, I do want to see The Fiend versus Lesnar at Mania just because I think it's going to be a fun gimmicky. Dude, they're treating him like a horror movie. Like yeah, movie. so it'll be like a monster versus a monster. But it's like... The Beast versus... Don't the... they realize that like all of those movies suck besides the first ones? Yeah. Like, if he's Freddy Krueger, right? Oh, uh, I mean, I'm a horror movie fan. I mean, Freddy, when they brought in the Dream Warriors and shit, that was pretty fun. Freddy vs. Jason was fun. Yeah, it was cool. Freddy vs. Jason was... Fun, man. It was fun. It's a cool storyline. It's fun. The I, Yeah. I, I, I give credit to that storyline. The idea is he needs to... He needs to use Jason to Everybody forgot fear. about him, and so he so can't be he, in dreams. So, so he, he needs, needs to, to bring have Jason, Jason to kill people fear. so people think it's start, him killing them, and yes. then they start thinking about Kruger and then Kruger he's and he able to come back. back. That's fucking awesome, and The Fiend will never do anything as cool as that. <laughs> okay And oh The last thing we gotta talk about Tyson Fury and Braun Strowman Are now friends And maybe forming a tag team In the future We have to talk about that <laughs> <laughs> they, they beat up the B team Poor Braun Strowman man What the fuck You know for all this talk About Vince Love's big guys Who <laughs> I've heard my whole life Vince <laughs> loves big guys I mean, Yoko I mean Andre Dude that's fucking 30 years ago. <laughs> Seriously, what is this Vince Love's big guy I mean, shit? If you want to say Taker and Ever Lesner. since fucking Bret Hart. Yeah, but Taker He's wasn't ta- like a title holder all the goddamn time type of guy. Oh, come on, Taker is... He's I, a special I, attraction, yes, of yes, course. Yes, Taker is a huge deal. I mean, he's given Big Show the title a bunch of times. No, Big Show has been a joke almost the entirety of his career. <laughs> yeah. Which is I mean, not Vince's fault. Big Show's got uh, very tiny teeth, and it's hard to take him too seriously. <laughs> um, number eight. Jordan Miles, who's now ACH, has quit WWE. Sin Cara asked to quit and was denied. Noticing just- a trend, guys? <laughs> 
Which, uh, I mean, should we just call this segment every week? Don't let the door hit your ass on the way out. Or, like, I, I or, or, well, but, no, but not because really there's because no they, have to, they have this game. There's no door slamming. I know it's coming back inside WWE. Oh, I mean, they're yeah. going to, they're going to have to, after that, after the ACH thing, they're going to have to let him go, right? Did you see his quit video? Yeah. I mean, that was like, I mean, clearly the guy, like, cause if now if they don't let him go and he does something that's like, you know, like he, yeah, he just, seems he seems a little unhinged right now. I understand. I understand that shirt was super fucking racist and the company's racist, but yes. it also is like just let the guy go now. Yeah, right? you, got, you, you got, got to, you have to let him go out of his contract. Well, also, I mean, what the and fuck are you guys doing? Else? That that's at all? What job? And and, and I'm, I'm serious because I don't understand like mm-hmm. legit jobs that involve real money. Like, if you want to leave, what job is like nope? Yeah, a lot of jobs are like that. If you're like a contracted, if you're a contracted asset, I mean, clearly, like, if you work at fucking Boston Market and you're like, I'm sick of this shit, like, so, so there's not the going to be seven Vince, lawyers that are going to come so in. So Vince like, hasn't realized that Boston the WWE Market. is now Boston Market. Like, it, this isn't. Nobody gives a fuck about this thing. Like Sin Cara, he wants out. What are you gonna do with him? Just let him out. Also, it's like it's the second Sin Cara too. Especially a guy like Sin Cara. Oh, you think Sin Cara is gonna fucking uh, head to New Japan and blow us all away? Just let him go. Let him go live his fucking life in Mexico. <laughs> and also, it is a funny gimmick now of like they just let him go and then they just one have guy new who Sin wants Cara's to go back week. to Mexico and we won't let him. <laughs> We need to get one guy. Yeah, you need to get uh, Trump on the line. <laughs> Hold talk to Vince. Number nine. Am I right that Montez Ford may be the next big star? I know that. First, I, that's I, not a num. That's not a number. Number nine. I mean, it is, and I get it. No, I. I, I there was an article in Cage I'd seen about it. Here's about the it. thing. But dude, the guy's got it. The guy. The guy. Your eyes immediately gravitate towards him. He's good on the mic. He's great in the ring. He's not as big as he could be. I mean, yeah, the fucking the shaking the rope thing was goofy as shit. No, but like it ruled. It was cool. He's awesome. <laughs> I swear. I think Do you he's think awesome. he's gonna be the next? I think he could be the next big thing. Um, I'd love to see it. <laughs> I mean, like, unless they somehow like like then they give him the spot, and then all of a sudden, like, what if you get the spot, and then all of a sudden your voice starts sounding like Seth Rollins? That's just like it's, just it's like this happens. weird curse. Yeah, I'm uh, Montez Ford. That's like a goose. No, that's a goosebumps book. It's a goosebumps book. <laughs> <laughs> I love, uh, yeah, I, I'm very much so into Montez Ford. Uh, I'm rooting for him. I don't like their outfits or anything. I didn't like know. That, I didn't love. Know? I don't love their outfits. I didn't know he was a fucking legit marine beforehand. Yeah. Um, a legit marine, not those fucking lame <laughs> movies that WWE releases on Redbox. Bullshit marines. At a 7-Eleven. And number 10, which I'm excited about, which maybe we should do a watch along. WWE will be releasing the last episodes of Thunder this week on the network. I mean, this is just a poll for you guys. Would you guys want to wa- wa- watch along of me and Scott watching the last Thunder together? Do if so, tweet and let us know. Do you and know what not, happens on the last Thunder? Apparently, like, the last Thunders are... Like, like the the purest wrestle crap in history. Really? Yeah, and they're they're releasing the last couple. I'd of weeks. love to watch. That. I got I got well, it. because it like literally, it's like I've never it's, it's watched all the build up for pay per views that no one watched. Wow, I watched the last pay per view. We watched last. We watched Greed, and it wasn't that bad. 
Um, Who but was? They actually had a legitimately really good tag match on it, but Mysterio was in it, so it's kind of like the yeah. obvious. Who was but, on top when WCW was folding? Like on, it was Booker. It was. It was like Booker and stuff, right? It was like I mean, who? It was like all over the place, dude. But was Goldberg? I think Booker, what was Goldberg doing? Goldberg Booker was gone, was right? Goldberg was gone. Like Hogan was gone because he had that whole weird fucking shoot thing that with last, Jarrett. That last main event was DDP and Scott Steiner. So those. So guys. that's who we had. Yeah. Yeah, it was like Buff Bagwell and shit, right? I mean, those were the guys. Like, yeah. The guys that WWE brought in for the invasion were kind of the guys. Like, right. Was Sting well, on at the, the last time. episode of any of this yeah, shit? Yeah, he, he was. was. They he did was. a Sting and Ric Flair match. Oh, I remember that. That was emotional. I saw that. Yeah, and then they had the Shane thing at the very end. But wow. this is not the last Nitro. These are the last Thunders. So I'm excited to see. I mean, uh. just out of like, I mean, if there's something to watch high, I think it would be. Like if you're a guy who likes to smoke weed like and watch Wrestler Crab, I think it's going to be a fun week for you. You should watch Unless wrestling you. in general high. Like, I Yeah, I know. But like watching Thunder high is going to be like. Yeah. Real, you're gonna be like, what the f- what is going on? It's got to be so funny. It's got to feel like yeah, very uh, nostalgic. Yeah. Well, that's this week's episode. Uh, I'm gonna be at McGuire's this weekend in Bohemia, the Bohemia location in Long Island. Uh, I have one show tomorrow night because we're releasing this late night tonight, uh, Friday at eight, and then I have two shows on Saturday night. Um, I'll also have I'll be at the Comedy Cellar on. Uh, um. Um, I'll be at the comedies. Uh, I'll be at the guys. It doesn't matter when he's going to be there. Comedy I'm seller calling on it a bomb night. threat. And uh, <coughs> oh my god! I just, oh, oh, excuse me, Jesus Christ! I'm dying. This is this is my last episode. <laughs> <laughs> There's going to be a GoFundMe. It's just going to go to it's just going to go to Zach and Scott. <laughs> We're having to do this fucking podcast and like. <laughs> Just uh, should we set a Patreon up yet? We don't have the numbers yet, but no. I, I really could. I could really use not losing. I money mean, seven dollars a month would I mean, be nice. Sick. I mean, tweet at us if you'd want a Patreon. If we, get, if I could get an Italian get, dude, sub a month from if we this could podcast, get, if we could get more than ten people to tweet, we'd love to see you have a Patreon. But we still haven't gotten up to five stars yet. We're at you 4. guys 5. could just tweet, "Hey, please don't kill yourself yet." <laughs> <laughs> uh, Scott, Scott and Zach, do you have anything My to mom advertise? would greatly appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, I love watch. I, I love wrestling, man. I'm gonna go watch some New Japan when I get uh, home. that sounds awesome, dude. And Zach, anything? All right, thank you guys. Tune in next week to Total F and Marks. Mm-hmm. When you think you know the answers. I changed the culture. <laughs> <laughs>